What is up? What is up? What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Black Box, the show where we unpack, unbox, and unwrap everything black. I'm your girl, Big C. Happy Friday, y'all. That's right. We made it to another Friday. I hope everybody had a fantastic week this Friday. And if you did not, baby boy, baby girl, it's okay because it's Friday. Yes, y'all see. Y'all see how I come with the poetry every Friday. And y'all don't y'all don't be trying to give me my props. Y'all don't. But it's all right. Y'all already know we getting into today. I got another black review for you guys now. Full disclaimer, I had planned for this um, black review to go a little differently. I was going to review something else. I'm not going to tell y'all what it is because I'm probably going to do it next week. But things did not turn out how I wanted them to turn out. And it's okay because that's life, you know. Things happen. You keep it pushing, you keep it rolling, okay? So we're going to be reviewing something a little different today. I mean, not too different. It's just going to be a different movie that we're going to be talking about today. I don't know why I'm trying to make it sound so dramatic. But we're going to be reviewing something different today than what I had initially planned. But if you follow The Black Box on Instagram, which you should, on Instagram and on Twitter, which you should, you should already... Well, if you saw the post, which I hope you guys did and you commented on the post, you guys... Hopefully, I hopefully dropped a little hint in there for you of what we could possibly be reviewing. But save that hint for next week, ladies and gentlemen, because that is not what we will be getting into today. Okay, so just save that. But for those of you who aren't following me, which I do not understand, if you love me, if you love the Black Box, you should be following all of my social media. The Instagram for the Black Box is T-H-E-E-E, that's three E's, underscore B-L-A-Q box. That is all things black box, all things black box. <laughs> so if you want to just follow the black box specifically, go ahead and click that follow button. Please turn on your notifications so you can know when I post, so you can know, so you can be up to date, so you can be the first one to click on the link when your girl posts, okay? If you want to follow me personally, it's B-I-G-G-C-I. That's just if you want to see a beautiful brown woman doing her thing, okay, on the regular, all right? And if you want to follow me on TikTok, because, you know, I'll be making my videos on there, too, you can follow me at Sierra, C-I-A-R-A, okay, like the singer, she stole my name, she stole my steez, Sierra with the thick thighs, because you already know, it's thunder down there, okay? So please follow me on there, you guys. Oh, and also my Twitter, T-H-E-E underscore B-L-A-Q box, the same. Y'all, please follow me on there, please interact with me, let me know what you guys want to see, want to hear, want to do, want to talk about. And we will do that, okay? We will most definitely do that. So before I get into the hot box news today, I'm gonna keep it real short with the hot box news today because it's only one thing I really want to talk about today. But before we get into that, you guys, Lil Nas X dropped his new album Montero. I think he dropped it. I'm gonna say it was like midnight because when I got home and I heard about it, it was I think it was like about. 11:30, so it might have dropped like midnight in another time zone or something like that but he has just dropped his album montero so a lot of you little nas x fans i know you guys are really excited about that i'm gonna give it a listen because he has some of my faves on there he has doja cat on there he has um i was about to say Nicki minaj he wish he really wants to do a collab with Nicki minaj but um yes he has 
Doja Cat on there. He has Megan Thee Stallion on there. Miley Cyrus. He even has Elton John on there, y'all. So, y'all, give that a listen. Let me know what you guys thought. One thing about it, and two things for sure, Lil Nas X knows how to promote an album, okay? He has been doing all this craziness, all these crazy fits, all these crazy performances to get y'all engaged with him and let, and he's doing all that to promote his album. So, he's like, yes, I'm doing all this. I'm strutting for the people. Baby, my album is coming out also, so check that out. Promo genius, okay? Promo genius. And also this week, y'all, can we... T- <laughs> first of all, first of all, I'm gonna need y'all to leave the queen alone, the queen Nicki Minaj, because we all have our moments. We all have our ditzy moments where sometimes we say things and it's taken out of context, and y'all are just beating my girl down over this vaccination comment. Y'all need to stop. So, I think it was this past week. I believe it was probably Wednesday or Thursday. Nicki Minaj, I think one of her fans, one of the barbs, asked her um, if she was vaccinated or what did she think about the vaccination, I believe. And she says she feels, this is the message, y'all, because a lot of y'all missed it in the messiness. She said, basically, you know, if you want to get the vaccine, I believe you should wholeheartedly do that. If you don't want to get the vaccine, I don't feel like you should be bullied into getting the vaccine just because that's what everybody is doing and they're portraying it as safe or whatever. She was like, but, you know, it is definitely your choice, you know, do what you want to do. It's your life or whatever. And then she shouldn't have did this. She put in a story about her cousin over uh, in the islands. Okay, she said that he got the vaccine. He ended up becoming impotent and, you know, he can't have kids and something about his balls swelling up or something like that. And so a lot of people just, you know, especially news outlets, they just went with with her saying that, oh, the vaccine causes impotency or whatever. So they just took that little snippet of her tweet and ran with it. And they very much were like, oh, Nicki Minaj is anti-vax. Nicki Minaj says Americans shouldn't get the vaccine. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all really need to stop. One, because I don't want her to go back into hiatus. She just came out of hiding, y'all. She just came back. Don't y'all do that and make her go crawl back to her mansion. I don't want that. The people want to see her. I want to see her. So y'all don't do that to her, okay? And second of all, I I do agree that she should not have, you know, put in the part about her cousin being impotent because of the vaccine because we don't know. She don't know if that's true. That man could have been telling her anything over that line to her because he got an STD or something and he blaming it on the vaccine that he impotent. She probably should have left that part out. She should have just kept it short, sweet, and simple. If you want to get the vaccine, get it. If you don't, you don't. That's your choice. It's your body. It's your life. Boom. End of tweet. You know, that's it. But, you know, we all have our moments where we share a little bit too much. Okay? It's taken out of context. Y'all better leave her alone. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. I'm not one of those crazy barbs who be like, I'm going to come your house and shoot you. I'm not that type of barb. But I am a type of barb where it's like, if y'all come in for my queen, y'all need to chill. Okay? Take a chill pill. Take several chill pills. Okay? So, just leave her alone. But that's all I got to say about that. That was, that was like my mini hot box memes, you know, just just one or two things that I want to get off my chest for a little bit, okay? So, the one and only story that I have for you guys for hot box news, y'all already know what I'm about to talk about. We're about to get into this Met Gala. That's right. So, as many of you know, the Met Gala was this past Monday, and the theme was Celebrating America, a Lexicon of Fashion. I don't know why we're celebrating America. America's not too great right now. Trying to be, trying to be better, trying to recover from four years of sheer terror and damage, you know. But um, that was the theme. 
I'm not gonna lie and say I was very excited about the theme when I heard it. I was like, what is this? What is this? I don't like it. I was not excited. The one theme of the Met Gala that I was very excited for, one was a religious theme because I feel like a lot of people turned it for the religious theme. And then the camp. Oh my God, the camp was really good. I feel like a lot of people could have done um, a lot more with the camp thing because, you know, camp is very like, out there and things like that and people just kind of didn't serve like they should have but this theme i was like eh, eh, i did not like it so it was it was okay sadly some of our faves were not in attendance Nicki minaj she did not come a lot of people were wondering where she was and why she didn't come a lot of people were speculating she wasn't invited and she very much was like sweetheart i'm always invited no matter if I'm invited or not. She was like, I did. I chose not to cho show up because um, she, y'all, as we all know, she has a baby. She said she does not have a full-time nanny and she is not about to be traveling all over the United States of America and all this is going on. She said she's not doing it. So, boom. She didn't show up for that. And Kylie Jenner, she was not there as well. Her sister Kendall was. We're going to get into the looks in a minute. Um, Kendall was not there, unfortunately. I mean, not Kendall. Kylie wasn't there, unfortunately. A lot of people are assuming it's because she is pregnant. She's pregnant with her second child now. So, though the two, fa uh, I mean, Nicki Minaj and Kylie, they're like people who um, love the Met Gala. They're the type of people that they look out for because, you know, they always kind of turn the looks a little bit. So, they weren't there among others. But that's okay. The show kept on rolling, kept on going. Now... I'm going to get into my faves for the night. I'm going to give y'all who I really liked and who they were wearing because I absolutely love, 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 love their, their fits. I don't know what else to call Their ensembles, their garments. There you go. Has to get my vocabulary together. But Iman, the model Iman, she, she was number one for me. She was number one for me. Miss Iman turned it. She was wearing Harris Reed. So... I'm thinking like the theme celebrating America, a lexicon of fashion. Some people interpret interpreted it in different ways. Like a lot of people's like, oh, Ameri okay, we're American designers. Or, oh, we're a style that's, you know, typically, or that was very popular in America. You know, American Hollywood, 70s, you know, stuff like that. Pay homage to an American artist, an American actor, actress, you know, things like that. So it was a wide variety of ideas that people could come up with but the main ideas that i saw was a lot of people wearing red white and blue which not all together but they were wearing either red either white either blue or you know something like that nobody was really just decked out an american flag thank god that's horrible <laughs> um a lot of people were paying homage to um old hollywood actresses and old hollywood like american actresses actors um symbols of american hollywood like Billie Eilish, she paid homage to Marilyn Monroe. Um, who was it? Ah, Emily Blunt, she played homage to Audrey Hepburn. Um, yes, I believe it was Audrey Hepburn. Kendall Jenner, Kendall was wearing, I think she was wearing Givenchy. She also played um, homage to Audrey Hepburn. So, you know, things like that. I forgot who else. Somebody else played paid homage to Marilyn Monroe, but things like that. Elliot Page, former known as Ellen Page. Um, he was he paid homage to Oscar Wilde. For those of you who don't know who Oscar Wilde is, he was a I'm gonna say he was a playwright and he was a an author like way way back in the day, like 1800 something. 
and for those of you who don't know a little history lesson he was a homosexual he was um in prison for being a homosexual and he told all the people who would come to his shows and his readings and things like that if you are a part of that community to wear a green carnation so mr elliot page he very much had on his suit wearing a green carnation i was like okay a little history behind it i like that so you know a lot of people paid homage to a lot of things some people took it to another level they were wearing like western very cowboy type of things you know things of that nature so it was a it was a good little scope but it just was some people just were not serving for me so but i'm gonna give y'all my faith so of course iman she was wearing harris reed she looked amazing i don't know who she's paying homage to it was giving me very african goddess so and of course african americans we are a part of america hello she was giving very much very much african goddess very much do not touch me do not talk to me i was here for it i was absolutely here for it Megan Fox was another one of my favorites. She was wearing Dundas. Excuse me. I hope I said that right. She was wearing Dundas with Jimmy Choo shoes. Um, yes, Miss Megan Fox. She has been turning it lately. She has been killing the looks lately that she has turned out. Um, if y'all saw her at the VMAs, Mama was given. She's like three kids where I've never had three children in my life. I don't even know what that is. Body was body was on. Face was on also. But, you know, it's Megan Fox. So, she always been that girl. She gonna always be that girl. No matter what. Okay? So, she turned it out wearing dundas. She just kept it very simple. Well, it wasn't simple. She had a train, y'all. But she, you know, wasn't wearing anything too, like, crazy. It was just a very beautiful, elegant red dress with her little pinup bang. I loved it. It was very nice miss tessa thompson i loved her outfit and she was giving me kind of like whirlwind cowgirl i don't even know how else to explain that but it was a very beautiful very beautiful piece i loved it she was wearing iris van hairpin iris van hairpin i think was the, the 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 designer of the night a lot of people were wearing iris van hairpin so that's what miss tessa thompson had on kendall jenner of course she was wearing Givenchy. kiki palmer who played homage to miss diana ross she was playing she was wearing sergio hudson barbie i hope i said her last name right barbie Fer ferrera i think that's how you say it if you guys don't know who that is she plays cat in euphoria one of my favorite characters she was wearing jonathan simkai she also brought jonathan simkai with her to the um to the met she was giving very old hollywood too i loved what she had it was like a very old style hollywood type of dress just draped in like pearls and jewels and oh it was beautiful she was one of my faves of the night as well normani was giving big beautiful ball gowns she was wearing valentino gab union was also wearing iris van hairpin i loved what gab union had on i wish they would have showcased her a little more at the met i don't know if it's because she showed up late or whatever the case but i really enjoyed her look it was giving me very like dragon lady but not like in a cheesy horrible type of way it was very beautifully detailed very intricate in the detail i love the shape of it as well so mr or miss iris van herpen or however you would like to be addressed you did that you very much did that paloma alesser i'm not sure who miss paloma alesser is but baby she got a ticket to the mess so she is somebody she was wearing zach posen zach posen is one of my favorite designers as well and last but not least chloe and hallie they were wearing rodarte okay so those were all my tops for the night i'm sure i'm forgetting a lot but those were just the ones who really stood out stood out to me now for my least favorites I'm just going to keep it short and sweet. I'm not even going to say 
who they were wearing. I'm just going to say, I don't, I mean, I'm not like a huge fashion girl myself, but you know, if it looked bad, it looked bad. I'm sorry. Even though Miss Rihanna turns it out, she was just not doing it for me this mad. I was so disappointed because she was late. She was late. And I was just like, oh, she late because she putting on that finishing touch. Child, it's about to be. It was not. 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 I'm sorry, Ree. Please don't. Please don't crucify me. Like I said, I'm not like a huge fashion girl. Like, I don't know all the eccentric and things like that in fashion. But, child, I just was not feeling the comforter that she was wearing. I just was not her or her little boyfriend, ASAP Rocky. See, ever since she got with him, she been making, not she been making me mad, but child, anyway, he distracted her. <laughs> he is distracting her. Okay, Miss Re usually turns the Met out. Rihanna owns the Met, okay? <sighs> he distracting her. Then he gonna show up looking like a Dorito chip. I don't want that, Re. Go by yourself. Leave him at the house. Mm, I ain't like that. So they were my least favorite. I was so sad to say that because, you know, like I said, Rihanna owns the Met. She owns it. It is hers. Just call it the Rihanna Met, Met Gala, okay? So I was very disappointed in her look. Kim Kardashian and her estranged husband, Kanye. I don't know. I guess that a lot of people say they were trying to um, promote Donda again. I'm so tired of Donda. It's a CLB type of type of fall, so Donda's dead for me. Um, I don't know what they had on. It was some lady there. She had a horse on her gown. Was not feeling it. <laughs> was not feeling it at all. So sorry. Um, it was another one. I forgot who. All the men. I'm sorry. Even Lil Nas X with his three intricate looks. All his three little intricate looks, they were interesting. They were eye-catching. But I just wasn't like... Oh my god, yes, when I was like, you killed that. No, this wasn't that for me. All the men there, y'all looked crazy. Y'all always look crazy to me. Why don't men know how to dress anymore? I understand that men's fashion has changed a lot, and I'm very much here for it. You know, I love the gender bending that is inside men's fashion nowadays. Like, I'm, I'm a fan. But sometimes, they just don't be pulling it out. Not even sometimes. 10 times out of 10, 9 times out of 10, they don't be pulling it off for me. I think the best dressed man there. No. Mm -mm. I'm sorry, no one. No one was, no, no man was serving it for me. You see, I didn't put none of them in my best dress. Sorry. And that's just how I feel about the Met. I wasn't too excited about the theme this year. I hope they come with a better theme for next year because I'm one of those people who like enjoy the Met. I look forward to it. I'll be already Googling after the recent Met is over. What is the theme for 2020? I'm one of those people. I love the Met. So, mm, mm, I need it better. So, and that's all I have to say about that, you guys. That's the only hot box news that I really wanted to get into. So, without further ado... Let's get into this black review. Yes, 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 yes. Let's get into it. So, like I said, I was not able to do the review that I wanted to do this week, you guys. So, I had to go in a different direction. And, you know, I was going to do this one, but I was going to do it next week. So, I just had to flip-flop my weeks. It's okay. We've been there. We've all done that. Okay, yeah. So, for today's black review, we are going to get into Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yes, the new Marvel movie that is just sweeping the box offices, sweeping the nation, child. We are going to get into it. 
So before I get into the pros and the cons, y'all already know, I gotta give y'all the black box office facts. Y'all already know. So it premiered September 3rd, 2021. I think, did we see it? No, I didn't see it on the exact premiere day. I saw it the week after. I actually saw it on 9-11. It was on a Saturday, I believe, that we went to go see it. Yes, my family, as many of you know, we are big, huge Marvel people, superhero people, action film people. We we love it. We are just moviegoers, period. But we are huge, huge fans of the Marvel movie world, DC movie world. We're all in that. But, child, y'all already know, after Endgame, my family pretty much divorced Marvel. We divorced them. We wanted nothing to do with them. We didn't even want an equal split. We were done after a certain situation. If you watched Endgame, you already know what certain situation we are speaking of. And we will not bring it up again. Y'all see, I had to do the black woman clap. Because I was very upset about it. But I digress. I even had to do a tongue pop, child. You see, they disgusted me. So, very much divorced from them. Very much... Didn't want nothing to do with them child get away from me with this Phaedra Parks, okay? So we were done with it, but you know, they brought out a new movie. They're trying to redeem themselves, so we, we're going to see what to do. We're going to see what to do. So it premiered September 3rd, 2021. It was in theaters only, so I know a lot of movies, now movie companies, they're trying to release new releases through HBO Max because, you know, COVID and everything is still happening but this one, this Marvel movie, it only premiered in theaters only. So it's not on HBO Max. It's not on Disney Plus. Theaters only. They said, we want them box office sales. Y'all better go to these movies. That's what they said. The director is a man by the name of Destin Daniel Creighton. He is an Asian director. So I was very happy about that. I was like, if they have a white man directing, because his name sounds very, like, Caucasian. Destin Daniel Creighton. I don't know. I'm not trying to be, like... You know, it just seems like a regular name or whatever. But I looked him up. He is an Asian director, which I was very happy to see because I was worried that they didn't have enough Asian representation on the set as far as the production team. But they absolutely did. Their names just look like regular Caucasian names, which is fine. You know, Asian people have regular Caucasian names. So I was just worried. I was like, oh, my God, all these seem like regular names, but very much a fully, not fully loaded, but a good enough representation of Asian culture in the production team. So I was happy to see that. But Mr. Destin Daniel Creighton, he he hasn't been in a lot of major pro projects. This is his biggest direction project thus far. But he did direct the movie Just Mercy with uh, Michael B. Jordan in it. I think that's the one where he's the lawyer and he's trying to get the man, Jamie Foxx, out of prison for a crime he did not commit. Y'all go check that out if y'all haven't seen that movie. Very heart-wrenching. I was about to say heartwarming. No, it's heart-wrenching. So y'all go check that out if you haven't seen Just Mercy. The budget. The budget for um, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, it was an estimated $150 to $200 million. Again, this proves that I'm in the wrong line of business. <laughs> okay? So that's the budget. The box office thus far, I think it's been open... It's been two weeks now since its premiere day. Or do you count the day it premiered? So three weeks if you count the day it premiered. Two weeks if you don't. Um, the approximate, the... I said approximate. The appro no, that's right. Approxi it approximately made $264.6 So it's already gotten back the investment and then some. You know, so that's good. I love when movies do that. Which, you know, I'm not surprised. This movie was very well received. I think a lot of Marvel fans were just... 
itching and waiting for another Marvel movie because a lot of people, unfortunately, they were disappointed with Black Widow. And then I think they said that they wouldn't make another Black Widow because Scarlett Johansson, she said she's pretty much, you know, done. She's wrapped it up. It's over with for her, for Marvel. So, and a lot of people were disappointed with the Black with Black Widow. So a lot of people were itching for this movie to come out. You know, they really wanted to see another Marvel movie and it's well received. I will say that. It's very well received thus far. The production company behind it, of course, Marvel Studios. The music is by Mr. Joel P. West. He also worked with Mr. Destin Daniel Creighton on Just Mercy. So I love when people come up and then that whoever they were on a set with or you know, whether it be an actor, a music producer, you know, things like that. I love when they bring people with them onto major projects like this. You know, help the people eat, too. I love I love when directors or actors or whomever do things like that. Give people more opportunity instead of using the same people that the industry continuously gives. You know, give somebody else an opportunity to shine. So I enjoyed that. The overview. The overview for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings goes as follows. Martial arts master Shang-Chi confronts the past he thought he left behind when he is drawn into the web of the mysterious Ten Rings organization. Very to the point, very transparent, very clear, okay? Sometimes, maybe them overviews be full of words, you'd be like, "Uh, what? Very, very clear, concise to the point. All right, let's get into this cast. Now, one thing about the cast, I will say, it was a lot of faces that I did not recognize. So I was I was here for that. I love, love, love to see new faces in anything, give people new chances. But there was also some people who I had seen before, and I was so happy to see them in a Marvel production. So I'm just going to put that out there. So Shang, a.k.a. Sean, main character. I'm okay. <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. I am going to do my best not to mess up these names because they are hard. I even tried to look up the saying. Nobody wanted to help me. <laughs> so I'm going to do my best and I hope I don't butcher these names, these beautiful actors and actresses names. Just pray for me, y'all. Okay, just pray. Pray real hard right now. Pray. Okay. Okay, so Shang, aka Sean, is played by Mr. Simu Liu. Now, Mr. Simu Liu, he did an amazing job in this movie, but he was in other, um, I think this is his biggest role to date, I believe, but the only thing I recognize him for, as far as his filmography, he was in the Taken series, I don't know if anybody's ever seen the Taken series, but he was in that, and he was in an Asian comedy, it's called Kim's Convenience, so if you've ever seen that, you might recognize his face, so Mr. Simu Liu, he was also at the Met Gala. I saw his I saw his picture. He was alright. He was okay. Mandarin, the next character, Mandarin, who is Sean's father, that guy, is played by Mr. Tony Liang Chu Wei. I hope I said that right. He is an Asian film star, honey. He all the movies that he's been in, I can't even pronounce. Okay, so he's he's big over there. He is like he's like Denzel Washington over there filmography extensive long healthy thick thick like that so he he i i enjoyed his character he mr tony leung chu way he he did that chef's kiss i'm gonna talk about that in a minute katie the one face that i or the second face that i recognized 
in this movie is played by Aquafina. I love me some Aquafina. I'm so happy to see that she's just steadily climbing in the acting world. I love her. Um, if you don't know who Aquafina is, she played in Ocean's Eight. She voiced um, the dragon in Raya and the Last Dragon. Nora from Queens. And for all my OG MTV people, when MTV was good and didn't keep showing ridiculousness, she was in Girl Code. They need to bring that back. I hope they bring back Girl Code. Girl Code was such an amazing, an amazing show on MTV. And I feel like that would be very instrumental right now, especially with so many things going on and things changing, times changing, trends changing. I just feel like they should bring Girl Code back and put, you know, some of the old cast, but then, you know, some new faces, like some influencers. I'm getting off track, <laughs> but, you know, Aquafina was in Girl Code, and I enjoyed her in Girl Code. So I'm just happy to see that she's just steadily rising in the ranks. So go on here, Aquafina. Girl, you in a Marvel movie, girl. You in a Marvel movie, okay? Period. Period. I love Aquafina. But she plays Katie. Okay, next name that I'm going to try not to butcher. I'm scared to say it, y'all. Jia Ling. Jia Ling plays Sean's sister. Not Well, I guess she is his estranged sister. Is played by... Oh, Lord, I'm going to say it, but I'm... Ooh, pray for me. Is Meng Er Zhang. Hope I said that right. And Miss Meng Er Zhang. This is her first major role. So, claps. We love to see a breakout star in Marvel movies, claps for that. This is her one and only role. This is her starring role. So congratulations, Miss Meng Er Zhang. We hope to see more of you, okay? Leiko Wu plays Sean and Jialing's mother. It's played by Miss Fala Chin. She is also an Asian film star, just like Mr. Tony Leung Chu Wei. Extensive, long, thick filmography over there in Asia. Go ahead, Miss Girl. Bring it on over to America. We love to see it. Miss Jiang Nan, she is Leiko Wu's sister. We don't find that out till later. But she is played by Miss Michelle Yo. Miss Michelle Yo, she's very well known also in Asian films, but she's been in many, many American films as well. But I recognize her from Memoirs of a Geisha. I think I told y'all about that movie way back, y'all. Please go check that out. It's one of my one of my favorite movies ever. I watch it every time it comes on. It's on Netflix, it's on my list. I have to stop myself from watching it so many times because it was just chef's kiss. If y'all ever want me to do a review of that, I will gladly do it, okay? She was also in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Jet Li's Fearless, and Kung Fu Panda 2. So, Miss Michelle Yeoh, she is well-versed in both Asian and American film. Love her. And last but not least, Trevor Slattery. He was like comic relief besides Aquafina being comic relief. He was comic relief within the movie, and he is played by Mr. Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley was in Jungle Book. He voiced, in the live-action Jungle Book, he voiced Bagheera the Panther. He was in Iron Man 3, Prince of Persia, and Night at the Museum. So that is the entire cast, the uh, important parts of the cast anyway. The ratings. They got really good ratings. Like I said, this movie has taken the box offices by storm, honey, which Marvel tends to do anyway. So ratings are really good. They I spot on, except for Metacritic. They tripping. IMDB gave it an 8 out of 10, which I'm still kind of like... I am y'all already know how I feel about IMDB, but I mean the eight out of ten is correct, but they know it could have got a nine. It could have got a ten out of ten. They just be uh, y'all know how I feel about IMDB. 
Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 92%, which spot on for me. And Metacritic gave it a 71%, which is like, Metacritic, you is... Are you, con- are you colluding with IMDb? What's going on? 71%? That's not accurate. That ain't right. That ain't true. So those are the professional ratings. So let's get into my pros and my cons for this. So my first pro was the story. I've never heard of this Marvel story before. I'm Even though I am a Marvel fan, I'm a Marvel movie fan. Like, I'm not just a super, super Marvel nerd. I haven't read all the comments. I was about to say comments. I haven't read all the comics. I don't know major backstories besides what they've told me in the movies. You know, I'm sorry. I could be a Marvel fan and not be Marvel 24-7-365, okay? It's possible, people. It's very possible. I hate, It's only, like, super Marvel fans who try to quiz you on your Marvel knowledge. And it's like, bro, I don't have to prove nothing to you. If I say I like Marvel, I like Marvel, okay? Shut up. But the story, I've never heard of this story before, so I was very interested to know about the Ten Rings and what they did, what they symbolized. And the story was really, really good. You know, I really enjoyed it. I was worried that it would be slow because this is an origin story. This is the first time that I have heard it, that anybody that I know that likes Marvel has heard it. Heard of this story of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So I was worried it would be slow because most origin stories, they just give you a lot of background information. And it's not a lot of action. It's not a lot of... No, baby. There was action. I think <laughs> in, like, the first... I'm going to say that the first 20 minutes, there was action. There there was complete action. There was, like, action in the beginning when we was getting, like, the daddy's backstory and how he obtained the Ten Rings. And then, boom, a little lull, very little lull, more action. And then it was just action, 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 pretty much all the way through. So I was very much happy with that. The story was really good. The story I enjoyed. It was good for, it was very informative, like I said, for people who haven't really heard of this story. You know, don't really know anything about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Don't know anything about it. So I, it was good. It was a very good origin story. Very good starting point. I hope they make more movies about this particular story which i'm assuming they are so story very much enjoyed it the action second pro like i said the action was very much continuous throughout of course there was like little lulls to get you information to connect this dot connect that dot but baby the the action was actioning okay and i was a little afraid when i saw the title you know sometimes when I guess American movie companies, even though it is Marvel, when they do like action movies pertaining to Asian culture or whatever, I sometimes feel like they get very cheesy and it gets very like gimmicky with the kung fu. Like it just, you know, something about it is just off to me. I just be like, oh, this is so like not a good representation or it's, you know, a typical representation. But I think the action in this one was really, really good. It wasn't just. You know, there was Asian elements. There was a lot of Asian elements, which I very much enjoy. You know, the fast-paced fighting, as far as martial arts, you know, the history of it. It was really nice. So, it wasn't cheesy at all. It was very impactful, very storytelling, you know. And I feel like they showed us Asian martial arts in a different type of way. And I really enjoyed that. Because I was like, oh, we're going to see the same stuff we always see, you know. Watching Jackie Chan and, you know, things like that. But I had to get out of my own biases and, you know really look at it and see it and uh, you know take it all in and i really enjoyed it so the action was very very good i mean i expected nothing less from marvel but then again you know like i said sometimes even major production companies they get it wrong and that's because they don't have enough 
representation of that culture within the production team, you know, within the director and the the casting director and things like that. You know, the stunt doubles and things, they don't have that. So, but this one, you know, Marvel did their homework. They got the right people for the job and it was executed. So, action definitely, definitely exceeded my expectations for sure. My next pro is Katie. Like I said, Aquafina, I'm just so happy for her because... I don't, it sounds weird to say, but you know how, like, you've watched somebody from, like, a starting point, and you kind of worry about them, because you're like, oh, you don't know if, like, the world will digest them like this, or you don't know if, you know, the world will accept this type of, you know, person, or their humor, or their personality. I'm just so happy for Aquafina, because she's doing it. Like, she, she is taking it by a storm, and I hope to see more from her, because she is hilarious. In this movie, her character, Katie, she was hilarious, and I I myself, I can relate to her because, you know, Katie, she is smart. She got a degree, but, you know, she's working at a job where she's not really living up to her potential. And it's not because she, you know, doesn't have the skills or doesn't have the knowledge or the know-how to do something greater than what she's doing. She's just afraid. She's afraid to step out on her own. She's afraid to reach high. She's afraid to aim for the stars because... She's comfortable where she's at. She's afraid to take that step, to grow up, to progress in life. And, you know, I can relate to that. So, Miss Katie, played by Aquafina, she was very relatable. She was very, very relatable. I really enjoyed her character. I enjoyed her character development throughout, too, because in the end, she ended up, you know, finding herself, finding a purpose, helping her friends. So, I really enjoyed her. She, Aside from her being hilarious, bomb. So, definitely enjoyed her. My next pro was the Mandarin. Child, let me tell you something. I'm one of those people who believe that, like, a story or a movie is only as good as their villain. Baby, this Mandarin, he was bad. He was a bad man. You did not want to play with him. You, you didn't. He was not one to be trifled with. And it's crazy because people trifled with him. And they quickly found out that he is not one to be trifled with. He was bad. He was a bad man. Mr. Tony Leung Chiu Wei. <laughs> Baby, you did that. You absolutely, absolutely, absolutely did that. Okay? For sure. He was he was amazing. He embodied that. I was scared of him. You know, like, if I, if putting myself in that situation, if I had to come up against him, child, I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't, don't want to do that. I don't, I don't even want to do that. He did an amazing, amazing job. I hope we get to see more of him, but I don't know. And I'm just going to leave it at that, okay? Mandarin, great supervillain. My next pro was the new faces in Marvel. Like I said, we got a lot of new people to look out for. Mr. Simu Liu. Like I said, I'm, I'm just happy that, you know, Marvel is kind of getting back on track. And I can kind of see that we're going to get more Marvel in the future. Because, baby, we've been waiting for, unfortunately, we've been waiting for Black Panther for about three good years now. But... I know they're trying to figure it out with the death of Chadwick Boseman. So, you know, even though I was bad at Marvel, I did kind of miss them, of course. You know, Marvel Marvel movies be popping, you know, un until they do you wrong. But, you know, I was happy to see the new faces because that meant new faces, new stories, new storylines, new movies. So, I was happy to see it. So, I hope we see more of Mr. Sim Simu Liu, Mr. Tony Leung Chu Wei. Okay, Miss Meng Air Zhang, this is her starring role. She's this is her first major role, and she's in a Marvel movie. Come on now, come on, come on, come on. So, the new faces in Marvel, I'm excited for. And last but not least, 
new Avengers movie possibility. Like I said, new faces, new story, new storyline, new movies. Okay? I'm not going to reveal the Easter egg at the end because... No, because I feel like that would be too much. That would be giving it away. I'm not even going to mention who I saw in the Easter egg at the end. Okay? I'm not even going to do that because y'all going to be like, y'all going to whine to me and I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. You go watch it for yourself. You go pay for your ticket, pay for your popcorn, pay for your drink, sit in the seat and you watch it. Okay? Because I said so. But yes, I'm excited for the new Avengers movie possibility. Because it sounds like it's coming. Or it's not coming, but, you know, like they're working on it or whatever with this new movie. So, I'm excited to see that. So, those are all my pros. The story, never heard this story before. And I was worried it would be slow, but not slow at all. The action, amazing, amazing, amazing action. Beautifully crafted action. Because I feel like people don't realize it takes finesse to craft an action scene to craft an action movie period and if it ain't right it ain't right but baby when it's right it's right the action was right in this movie it was very right katie hilarious loved love love katie the mandarin great supervillain, amazing supervillain. i hope we see more of him new faces in marvel and new avengers movie possibility so those are my pros my cons only have one con i would love to have seen more emotion from shang aka sean because he had been through a lot and i know how some people put on that mask of like oh you know i'm fine but you know inside they're having all these internal battles battles with themselves battle with their, their past i just wish he would have been a little bit more emotional or i just wish that mr simu lu as an actor he would have emoted a little bit more because he came off a little dry at times and i understand like you know the whole point of his story was he was running from his past and now he has to confront it but even the parts where he was confronting it it was a little bit a little bit dry for me so that's that's my only con that i have for mr simu lu as far as the story as far as the movie as far as anything costumes was on point action was on point characters were on point storyline they was on they was on so marvel i'm very very pleased with this movie i absolutely absolutely enjoyed it and my overall rating i give it a 9 out of 10 y'all please go check this movie out especially if you're like a marvel fan and you were like me and my family you were just done with marvel you threw them in the trash don't throw them in the trash just yet, y'all. They they got some making up to do, and I see that they're trying to do it. So, y'all go check out Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. It's only in theaters. Grab your boo, grab your mama, grab your daddy, grab your sister, grab your uncle, grab your cousin, and have a good time, okay? Enjoy that movie. And that's all I have for you today, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Please don't forget to come back next week, because I promise, I promise... I'm going to be back on track, and I'm going to give the review that I promised I was going to give or that I'm hoping to give, okay? So don't forget to follow me on all my social media. I promise you I'll be looking. I'll be listening. I'll be hearing y'all suggestions, and, you know, I'm ready. I'm here for it. So please follow me on all my social media. Let me know what you thought of today's show. Leave me a comment either on the Black Box Instagram or Twitter or leave a comment on my personal Instagram, on TikTok, wherever you want to leave it. I greatly appreciate it. I will leave the secret emoji for you guys to post in my comments if you enjoyed today's show, all right? I hope everybody has a fantastic Friday. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Stay safe out there. I love you. Till next time, King of the Queens, this has been the Black Review on the Black Box. Till next time, I love y'all so much. Bye!